Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to episode 57 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today, we're going to talk about convenience whenever it comes to getting food into your belly, especially as we are entering into the holiday season, which is still so baffling to me. Like, this episode is launching on November 9th, and even just saying the word November is crazy. I feel like I am having trouble even writing 2021 down, let alone realizing that 2022 is so close. But anywho, um, because we are getting into the holiday season, that simply means that we're coming to times when we are all busier, period. Some of the things are filled with things that we like and that bring us some awesome joy, laughter, and fun, and other bits bring us a bit of stress and tension. No matter what category you fall into, a mixture of both, who knows, you're going to find times whenever you're like, God damn it, I need to eat and I don't have time to cook, I, I, I need something convenient, and this is where some frozen food options might come into play. They get a bad rep sometimes, and they don't always have to. Maybe some deserve a bad rep and others don't, so that's what we're going to dive into today. How to make your meals more convenient, and how to make some mindful, dope choices so that your mind and your belly can both find a smile. So if you haven't already, as always, please, please, please go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee, maybe something that gets you into the holiday spirit, if you will, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat, fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, before we dive in, I am going to take a hot second to talk about one of the sponsors of the show, Frey Skincare. Uh, if you have not checked them out already and you have been listening to the show for a hot second, what are you doing? Um, especially if you live, I know some of you are going to laugh, but I'm going to say in the north because for me, Virginia is north. I am from Florida. Um, you then experience bits of different like climate change. Uh, uh, whenever we're now entering into this holiday season, you probably get drier skin, chapped lips, whatever it may be. Uh, Frey skincare is the way to go. They support a sweaty lifestyle and their products are freaking amazing. They help everyone from uh, sensitive skin to oily skin, things like that. And they're relatively inexpensive. The code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, always saves you money, period. So feel free to peep the show notes to get you straight there or just go to Furry Skincare and again, use my code. That's also a way for you to help the show. I feel like sometimes people don't fully uh, know how sponsorships work. Um, That's how I would make money from them, basically. (laughs) If you were to make a purchase there and use my code, I get a little bit of a kickback. So highly recommend that you check it out, maybe gift it to someone, uh, and feel free to send me a message if you're curious as to what products I like. Uh, I think I've tried literally every single product now, and um, I'm happy to tell you what are my go-tos once, if not twice a day. 
All right, now let's switch gears and talk some about getting food in your belly rather quickly. So I feel like for the longest time, frozen foods got a bad rep. And to be honest, rightfully so in a way, because there's so much processed shit in frozen foods. In, I should, let me correct this, there's so There's so many processed things in a lot of frozen food options, but not in all frozen food options. I can tell you, me personally, I use frozen food every single day. Every single day. And no, I'm not talking about, oh, this is my chicken breast and I want to save it for a little bit longer, so I'm going to throw it in the freezer because I plan on making it next week. I'm not referring to that as a frozen food. I'm talking about an item that you bought in the frozen section, and as soon as you get home, you got to put it back into the freezer in order for it to last, in order for it to live its life, if you will. So I'm going to start off by kind of going over some myths and then some facts whenever it comes to frozen food. Because again, as I said in the intro, we're coming to the point where consuming it might be something that is just a peace of mind for you. So hopefully I can assist you in getting there and making some healthier choices. All right, myth number one is frozen foods aren't made with real ingredients. And... (laughs) My answer, which will probably be with a lot of them, if, you're, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I love the word, it depends. Frozen meals can contain very high quality ingredients. So for example, I buy this big ass bag, like it is I think like three pounds or something of frozen vegetables. And whenever you read the back of the ingredients, it is the straight up vegetable. It has eggplant, peppers, onions, Um, Some squash, uh, mushrooms maybe, I'm not sure, but it's called the, it's the grilled, um, I think it's just called grilled veggie from Wegmans, grilled veggies. It's like the very simplistic, very basic one. There is nothing added to it, literally nothing. It is the vegetables, they were grilled and then frozen. That is it. Um, Whenever you look at the back of the ingredients, the first thing I'm going to tell you is to always look at the fat. Rather than actually reading through the physical ingredients, look at the nutrition facts and just see what kind of fat is in there. Especially if it's something that's just like, this is a grilled vegetable. If you see that there are more or equal fats to carbs, then that means that there is probably some kind of either an oil, a butter, a cheese, or some some form of a preservative that is then not quote-unquote maybe a real ingredient, if you will. So there are a lot of options like veggies, fruits, meats that are real ingredients. Um, Some might have that extra shit added in and that's where it is your job to pick it up and look at the back. All right, going on to the next myth, which is one that I could talk about for freaking hours. Frozen food is more expensive than takeout. Frozen food is more expensive than takeout. Just take a moment to even pause and really think about it. Think about how much you pay for takeout and how much you'd pay for frozen food. Now, overall, again, my answer is going to be it depends If you're getting takeout from a sushi restaurant, and if you're like me, you're not going to order one roll of sushi. Like, come on. You're going to order multiple rolls of sushi, and then duh, that's going to cost more than the frozen food. 
Overall, whenever we look at the price of frozen food, and we'll talk a little bit about different kinds here in a second, uh, the price of frozen food compared to your price of eating out, frozen food is 99% of the time going to win at the freaking game. So let me talk about that good few pounds of frozen veggies that I buy from Wegmans. I get the big ass family size one, even though it's just me and Matt. The good thing about that is it's frozen. It lasts longer. It's not like I'm buying a three pound bag of mushrooms and I keep them in the fridge. This is a frozen option, so it'll last for us. And um, I, the frozen, that big ass frozen bag, that cost I believe it's either $9.99 or $10.99. Mind you it has like over 40 servings and um, I don't know about you but you cannot get 40 servings of even a McDonald's 99 cent burger if that's even still a thing I have no idea. Um, You can't get uh, 40 of those for less than $10. It just does not exist. So you might have to get a little bit creative though. And again, I'm going to talk about this here in a second, but um, there's definitely some parts of frozen foods that are going to soak up your wallet a lot more than others. And there's also different parts that are going to potentially hit your nutrition a little differently. And this is a good segue into our last myth, which is that frozen meals are not good for you. And I think it's uh, important for us to look at the word frozen meal. So let's break down real quick. I Like what are things to look for and things not to look for? In my personal opinion, the way that you can save the most money and the way that you have the most control over what you are consuming is if things are not always mixed together. Now, I'm not saying that there are frozen meals that are uh, like completely a no-go out there. There are definitely some brands that are uh, pretty good, bang for buck, and there are some that are just complete shit. Um, Just like there is with, I don't know, if you go to, let's say, get a McDonald's uh, double cheeseburger as compared to getting a... uh, um, I don't know, Chipotle salad. Uh, you have more control with the Chipotle salad. As you go down the line, you're able to tell them things that you want, things that you don't want, what you want more of, what you want less of. Whenever it comes to the burger, like, yeah, I guess you can say, uh, give me one less slice of cheese. But like overall, there's not too many things that you can control with that, right? So I would say, number one, the best way to go about it is to try and get things a little separate, a little different. And overall, things that I would say are a awesome option for you to have in your freezer, again, especially as we're going into this holiday season, would be frozen veggies. And there's nothing wrong with getting some that have a yummy oil added to it or some butter or things like that. Uh, But do yourself a favor and just look at the ingredients. See what is there. If you see that in one serving there is, let's say, less than 10 grams of carbs, but there are 25 grams of fat in anywhere from like an 85 to 115 gram serving, then I I would probably put that back. <laughs> Let's go for something that has less than 10 grams of fat. Uh, go for something that is a little bit more on the quote-unquote macro-friendly-like realm. 
So frozen veggies are dope. Um, frozen fruits are also good. And here's a perfect example as to how you have more control one way or the other. Whenever you see like those little cups that are the uh, like frozen smoothies that are ready to go, um, I would probably veer away from that and instead just make your own smoothie out of ingredients that are already prepackaged and good to go. For example, I will make a smoothie. I'll use one to two frozen fruits. I put in non-fat Greek yogurt because I normally like it to be a little thicker, like a frosty. Uh, put in water and my protein powder. That's it. That's all I need. I'm good to go. Uh, if you were to look at something that is like the frozen like cup ready to go, it's going to have other other things added in that are just going to spike up, let's say, the sugars or the fat. Where yes, there's sugars in something like your fruit, but I mean, sugars are good. It's not that you can't have sugar. Um, Having an extra amount of processed sugar in something that is like that pre-made container, that is something that might be worth avoiding. You're also going to save a lot more money if you get just a big old bag of frozen fruit, uh, something like yogurt and a protein powder, compared to one cup of a frozen mix ready to just spin in your little uh, Vitamix or whatever the hell you got. So again, frozen veggies, frozen fruit, um, frozen meats, and just like a solid meat is always a good option. Uh, uh, going towards the leaner-like realm. So even if we are looking at something that is like a frozen chicken nugget, right? There are definitely some, I guess I would say, better options than others. So when it comes to something like, let's say, not necessarily the leanest option, but we're still looking at a leaner meat, a chicken, but we're looking at a chicken nugget. So it's not a grilled option. um, It's just a chicken nugget. So it does have some breading on it, things of that nature. I would instead getting something that's like a Tyson chicken nugget, I would go with the brand Applegate. Uh, Applegate has less... um, less processed things, the macros are going to be better, meaning that there's probably less either carbs or fat added in. So as we backtrack to the thought of frozen foods don't have all solid ingredients, uh, if you go with a brand that's more like Applegate over Tyson chicken nuggets, you're then still going to get the chicken nuggets. You're just getting something that has a more wholesome ingredient added to it. And that's really the main thing that I would say to look at for everything else. So those would be the three things of a just solid base, your uh, veggies, fruit, and meat to get in. But there are definitely so many other things that are mixed that are not bad. So for example, having something that is like a uh, frozen yogurt bar is such a good option. And I'm not going to say to take away from ice cream, but maybe to supplement in every now and then. So I'm going to pick on Matt, the fiance. Uh, He loves ice cream, guys. He could eat it every single day. I am so not that person. I can eat ice cream a few times a year. And a lot of of times even then, I'm only eating it because he wants it. Like, it's just not for me. However, uh, to make for him, he likes to then have something that is like a frozen yogurt bar. Because it satisfies that craving, yet he's not feeling like shit every single day for eating it. So if you were to get Ben and Jerry's, please note there's nothing wrong with that. Get your Ben and Jerry's. Eat it. Have fun. You live once. Would I say that you should eat Ben and Jerry's every single day? No. Could you eat the frozen yogurt bar every single day? Hell yeah. Because it's made with something that's like, I don't know, let's say five ingredients. And its main base is going to be a Greek yogurt. 
a Greek yogurt compared to the base that is in ice cream is going to be so much more beneficial for your tummy. So again, that is something where we're making your belly and your mind smile. Another quick option is something like waffles. Um, There's nothing wrong with Eggo waffles. Some of them are okay whenever you look at the macros. However, if we start looking at something that's more like the sugars and things added in, that's where a brand like Eggo's is going to spike up. If you were to look instead at something that is, I think they're called uh, Birch Benders, I believe. Birch Benders, Kodiak, things in that nature, they're going to have less sugars added in. So again, going back to that one myth of, oh, frozen foods all have processed shit. Um, just know your brands. That's going to take you a little bit of time, your first go around in the grocery store, because you kind of just have to read some of the shit. But then once you read through it, you're like, all right, Eggos are probably not for me. I'm going to try Kodiak. You like Kodiak. Continue on eating them. Some other things that we could talk about would be something like pizza rolls. Nothing wrong with getting some pizza rolls. In high school, that was what I lived off of. Uh, But I wouldn't necessarily say go with the what the brand was called, Totino's, I think, something like that. Uh, There's a brand actually called Snow Days, which is definitely what I would recommend if you're looking for something that is a more macro-friendly pizza roll or a pizza roll that has less processed shit, that has more wholesome ingredients. Lastly, whenever we look at something, well, I guess I'll talk about two more. One is like a frozen pizza. Uh, And this one I'm going to say depends as to what time frame you're looking at. I personally normally eat a frozen, I'm not much of a pizza fan either. The red sauce really fucks up my stomach. Uh, But we make a lot of what we call breakfast pizzas, which sounds weird, but don't knock it till you try it. We get just a pizza crust. And then we control our everything that we put on it. The base is normally something that is like a cottage cheese um, or a hummus. Um, then we put on a bunch of veggies and meats from there. Add a soft egg on top because who does not like egg yolk? <laughs> uh, but if we're talking about something that's a little bit quicker, which is kind of the uh, feel or the realm that I'm falling under with this episode then I would say look for something that is more of a potentially cauliflower base or look for something that just has more solid ingredients on top. So some people are like, Ugh, cauliflower pizza, I don't like it. Cool, I get it. If that's the case, still get a regular pizza crust, but find like solid veggies on it. Um, find some leaner protein on it. Look at the ingredients And if it is just all over the place, then start reading through some of the other ones. As well as something that is like a complete frozen meal. So whenever you see like, uh, at least for me as a kid, my mom would get like the, there's a little bit of chicken in one corner and some mac and cheese and all those things. Something that's like Hungry Man is the first brand that comes to mind for me. Uh, They're going, it's going to have so, they are so heavy in all the things. It is just heavy, thick shit. If we were to go for something that is like a primal kitchen bowl, where it's going to have some mixed in uh, good carbs, like a solid grain, some veggies, some meat uh, mixed in with a yummy sauce, that might be your better option. But again, if we're talking about having the most control in a quick fashion, get frozen veggies, get a frozen grain, and get a frozen meat, and then mix them all together, even if it's just microwaving them together. 
whenever you have the capability to control all of the pieces that are going into the bowl or onto the plate, you are simply going to A, be saving yourself more money in the long term, and B, you are consuming more wholesome product. Before I let you go, I want to take this full circle. One of the myths that I just mentioned said that a full prepared meal in the frozen section is bad for you. And a lot of what I just said kind of agrees with that. So number one, I want to clarify that there are some options that are better than others. However, you are going to get the best benefit, bang to buck, if we just mix it all on up. And here's a perfect example. There's this article that I just read on um, Health Magazine. Sorry if you hear some tapping. It's literally me scrolling on my phone. And the article is titled, Frozen Foods to Avoid at All Cost. And here's everything that's listed. Smoothie-based mixes, rice blends, pasta dishes, fruity waffles, fruity pancakes, kids' meals, low-protein veggie burgers, ready-made breakfast sandwiches, and then it just, uh, it lists off a bunch of them, but all the rest are like um, uh, mixed-up dinner options. So like your rice, chicken, sauce, all the things are, are put into one, like a little healthy choice uh, mixed meal. So number one, you can find options of those that are okay. For example, Waffles. We just talked about this a moment ago. Instead of having them add in the blueberries for you, just get a regular old frozen waffle and add your own blueberries. That is the best way that you can uh, make your mind and your belly happy. Um, Same thing like a rice. It basically is saying to not get a rice that is packed with a bunch of sauce. So instead, get something that is a solid grain and then mix in your own sauce. Uh, If we're looking at the pasta dish, that one was the same thing. Uh, Waffle was the same as pancake. Kids meal and then the like prepared meal at the end. Both of those are, again, similar thought of if I have something, the picture of this kids meal on this, guys, I I wish I could show you the image. It just looks awful. I mean, the brownie looks like a freaking turd. And then there's the mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. Um, Instead, just get three separate things. Get the chicken nuggets. I don't know why we would have maybe a frozen brownie. Like, just get a real brownie. Come on. And uh, the mac and cheese. Have all three of those separate. Mix them together. Make a meal in that fashion. Maybe throw a fucking vegetable in there. Like, start kids young, guys. Um, the low protein veggie burger, I definitely agree with that one because so many veggie burgers are very high on fat and low on protein. So one thing that I would recommend is to look at one that has some more protein or make sure that you are adding another supplement in. I personally absolutely love, there is this one, uh, Gosh, it's like a Southwest kind of veggie burger from Trader Joe's. It, the taste of it is phenomenal. The macros on it are not the best. 
I normally eat half of the burger mixed into a salad because I it has so much like juice in it that I don't even use dressing with it. I, I That is my dressing, what comes from that guy. But I mix in then either a turkey, a shrimp, something like that to go along with it. So just to recap, to tie this all in together, is frozen food bad for you? No, it is not. Is it going to be the best bang for buck, not only for your wallet, but also for your belly to have more control over to what items you're mixing together? Yes. Are there some fully prepared meals that you can get in the frozen section that are better than others? Duh. You're always going to have some products that are better than others in regards to nutritional value, period. Just like with your orange juice. You're going to have some OJ that does not have shit added in. You're going to have other OJ that has a ton of other juices and sugars mixed in. And you're really then lacking a lot of nutritional value from the product. That is the case with everything in the grocery store. I am sorry. That is the world that we live in, guys. However, let's keep this in the back of our mind. When the next time that you're in the grocery store, grab a frozen option Find a frozen veggie that makes you be like, huh, that sounds good. I I would try that. I would eat that. Uh, And mix it in however you can. Maybe you realize that for breakfast, you are the person that eats like two hard-boiled eggs. Because it's convenient, you like the taste of egg. Maybe you put a little bit of hot sauce on it and you're like, bam, I'm I'm good to go. Can you instead also maybe get a little bit of a frozen veggie? You can even cut up the hard-boiled egg and like just like mix it all together. I definitely think that one fault we all have is that if we eat one thing a certain way or we see it consumed a certain way, we then are confused whenever we do other things. Like as I said, frozen veggies, how many of you have used frozen veggies for breakfast Uh, or do you normally use something like that for let's say lunch or probably dinner? Add it into breakfast. Get veggies in there if you know that you are barely consuming anything in the morning. Make adjustments wherever you need and always try to control as much as what you can. If you have any questions in regards to frozen foods or other things within the nutrition world, please, please, please slide into my DMs either at Danielle the Yogi, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, or Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Both of those Instagram accounts are linked in the show notes as well as every brand that I partner with where you can save some monies and also some discount codes to work with me one-on-one with anything fitness, mobility, nutrition, or mindfulness. Last but not least, if you have not already, please take a screenshot of what you're listening to and maybe share that to your Instagram story or whatever app you're tuning into right now. Pop on in and give it a review if it allows you. Uh, That is simply a way for me to be exposed to more humans, for more people to listen to the show. And that would truly mean a lot to me if you help me spread the love. And last but not least, thank you for listening today. I hope that you join in next Tuesday and until then, namaste and slay boothang.